this was rad. It's holy rad. Way rad. Fully rad. I should say that was gnarly. <laughs> I will have a rackus back for myself. He who controls the spice controls the universe. And what Pyta did not tell you is we have control of someone who is very close, very close to Duke Leo. This person, this traitor, will be worth more to us than ten legions of Sardaukar. And who is this traitor? <laughs> I won't tell you who the traitor is or when we'll attack. However, the Duke will die before these eyes, and he'll know, he'll know, that it is I, then Vladimir Harkonnen, who encompasses his doom. <laughs> and this is This Was Rad Podcast, the podcast where we watch 80s movies and then talk about them. Uh, I am Paul. I am Greg. I am Willow. Delay really necessary? What? Was the delay really necessary? I was building suspense. Building suspense? Like this movie does with a two hour and 17 minute runtime. We have enough suspense because we watched Dune, which isn't even the name of the movie, isn't even the name of the planet. It isn't? I thought that's why. That was the nickname. It's a nickname of the planet. Uh, They only use it once when they're saying it's a nickname, but they never use it. Yeah, yeah. Well, actually, if you don't know Dune at this point, I don't even know what to really, how, I mean, how... How would you describe this movie if you were gonna long? Okay. Well. Okay. Well. I'm extending this. (laughs) (laughs) Wasn't long enough. Okay. So first, well, let's think longingly. (laughs) Yeah, see what you did there. uh, About our thoughts, Uh, Greg. You want to start it out? What do you remember about this movie? I remember Sting Mm -hmm. uh, in a. In like really small, tiny underwear shorts coming out of a shower thing. <laughs> um, I remember the sandworms. I think everybody remembers oh, the sandworms. sandworms. 100%, yeah. I remember the whole, um, fear. I must not fear. Fear is the mind killer. Oh, okay. Litany thing that they say all the time, yeah. which I can't recall, I didn't but it's that, great. But sure. And that the, um, the, the other thing, like, uh, it is by my will that I set my mind in motion. There's that that whole thing that they, that Brad Dorf keeps saying over and over again. I remember that. Nope. I remember uh, Patrick Stewart, good old, Didn't good old, him. good old P. Stew, uh, is in his movie. Ricardo, yeah. And oh, I remember Ricard in the pug. Yeah. Oh, oh boy. <laughs> Watch the movie. You can't remember. Um, and then I don't remember much from this movie. I'll be honest. <laughs> A lot of bald women. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, well, I remember uh, the blue eyes. The, yes, the blue eyes. The spice yes. addiction. Uh, I, I, the Baron flies around on his own. I always remembered him flying, but I thought he had a chair. I, uh, um, yeah, I, I remember him saying, "He who controls the spice controls the universe." Yeah. Remember that thing. Um, I remember somebody shouting, "The spice will flow." Yep. Um, which, uh, which is interesting. And the thing that uh, the sandworm specifically, I always remember was when Paul actually rides the sandworms into battle. I do remember that particular scene, just when he's kind of up there holding the reins. Okay. It was pretty cool, pretty badass. Yeah, so that's pretty simple there. Uh, Dune, so basically Dune, in a nutshell, is You can't do this in a nutshell. Can I try? 
Yeah, actually, I actually want to see what you did. I'm actually sorry I interrupted you. Hit it. It's hit okay. It. I'm going to try and describe Dune in one sentence. It may be a run-on, but one sentence. Okay. Ready? English teachers, get your notepads and uh, tell oh, us what you think. Yeah. Ready? This is where I get it from. Hmm. Yep. Ready? Go. Dune is about spice. Nice. That's oh, actually not I, terrible. Okay. Yeah. Or drug honestly, addiction. I, honestly, I, would I couldn't even describe anything else about what's going on. If, 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 I, if I were to try to give it a three-sentence or so description, it's uh, people houses are jockeying for power in, oh, yeah, in space. Oh, yeah, very yeah. And uh, one son, after his, his father dies... Uh, tries to take revenge on the conspiracy that re- killed yeah, his father. Yeah. And that's, that's a very simplistic version of the story. Yeah. But this is one of those movies that came out in the 80s, much like Krull. It's fantasy, but it's in space. Yeah, sci-fi Where this, this very well could have simply been knights and dark magic type 100%. stuff. Yeah. But it's... In space. Yeah, 100%. But they put I plugs in it. I just realized, this movie ju- might just be about drug addiction. And, and, and there's a bit of that. And jihadists. Yeah, jihadists. They actually say the word jihadist. They do, film. yeah. But we're jumping the gun. Uh, well, the movie opens with, uh, as pretty much every movie should open. A woman uh, who's with someone staring right at you and explaining what's about to happen. An explanation of the movie that you're about to see. Yeah. Uh, Monster Squad. Now, uh, this... Crawl, all these movies have openings that are like this. It's this movie, nice. in theaters, when it was in theaters in 1984... I don't know. I believe it was 84. Well, um, 83 or 84. Came with a pamphlet. That, <laughs> I'm not... I am not joking. I am not joking. It came with a pamphlet. You would that, need one. That explains, like, a lot of their lingo and... Really? Like, backstory... On like the different houses and things like that. I think yeah. I Some might of the backstory would have been okay. But... What's happening? Yeah, I thought the lingo was fine. I didn't, I didn't have trouble. I following. also did not find myself too lost in the lingo, but Me apparently neither. in 1984, I guess moviegoers weren't savvy enough. And uh, some people that believe that the pamphlets are actually one of the reasons that this movie did so poorly. That's um, why it was considered a box office bomb. <laughs> it grossed yeah, that's why. grossed ten million dollars less than it cost to make, yeah. even though it's the highest grossing uh, David Lynch film. Highest? Wow. It made it made thirty million, and it was number two in the box office returns the week that it came out, losing to what film? Anybody want to guess? Jaws: The Revenge. Oh God, if only Beverly Hills Cop. Oh, that's fair. Beverly yeah. Hills Cop. Yeah, that's not rightfully so. Yeah. So yes, um, an, uh, another sort of thing before we start is that apparently, um, this is one of the earlier examples of studios not screening this for critics. Oh. And critics. Do not like it when that happens. So when that happens, the odds of them oh, yeah. giving a movie a good rating are very low because they already assume that it's a bad movie. That's yeah, why they're yeah. not seeing it, and they get nervous and they get angry. Once again, so. yeah, that's, that's the why? reason. <laughs> we should just uh, go through this whole thing, that, and I'm like, that's why. <laughs> not that David Lynch said, "What's the longest movie I can put in theaters?" And they said two hours and seventeen minutes, and he said, "Then that's what I'm going to give you: two hours and seventeen minutes." Oh my god, I, I know. When you hear about the the four and a half hour director's cut, I can't even imagine. Well, what, David David Lynch actually ha- like refuses to talk about Dune. He's really only gone on record as saying that it was a mess. It was a a personal failure for him. 
He should never have attempted to do what he did. Everything oh, he about recognizes it was a mess. His failure. He he believes that the the movie needs to be a lot longer. Maybe like it should have been two movies. Maybe it should longer. have been a couple of movies. Okay, yeah, I see if they yeah, broke well, it up and I, went into detail. And see, I kind of understand that. Yeah, there, there's a lot of jumping around. There's a lot of transitions that just don't make sense um, from point to point. But the way it's cut up and edited. I don't know if making it longer would have made it more palatable. Is this maybe like that movie you saw a while back, Jupiter Ascending? We, we, we can't even... I'm not, I'm not even going to attempt to talk about Jupiter Ascending. That's some okay. furry crap the end. I'm not even going to... I can't even deal with that right now. Uh, oh. So, anyway. Oh. So, so let's try to actually go into the film Dune. Oh, but uh, Willow, what did you think this movie was going to be about? Oh, yeah. What did you think? You're like, okay, Dune. I thought sci-fi. it'd be like a dark hole. No, but what did you wait? You mean like Disney's The Black Hole? You no, I thought it'd be about a dark hole, and everyone's gonna get sucked into the Dune of Dark Hole. Okay. The Dune of know. Dark Hole. That sounds know, like a, a way better film. <laughs> Can we watch that movie? <laughs> the, dune, the Dune of Dark Hole. Well, I think of like Dune as like the sand pit that everyone falls into it. Kind of sounds like a dark hole. Hey, that'd be a much <laughs> that'd be a much better movie. A sand pit, like a dune of darkness, and everyone's falling yeah. in. Like the never-ending story. It's it's a it's nothing. No, like, nothing. Oh, just fall into a dark hole. Don't. Okay. <laughs> anyway, why don't we just get into the movie? We we have a. Okay, so surprisingly, it's a like like we said before. You're completely off track. It's a woman talking to you, explaining what's but they happening. They already have a pamphlet for that. Well, apparently, it wasn't pamphlety enough. Now, uh, the name of the planet is actually Azeroth. Oh, do not ask me any of the names. I don't know anything about this mm-hmm. movie. I don't know anybody's name except Paul. Yeah, the main yeah. character. Cause I know Picard because I, I podcast with a guy named Paul, so yeah. it's easy for me to remember. Uh, yeah, I think the name of the planet is Azarak. Or it Azarac. sounds something like that. that Someone's going right. to correct us on the on the Artax. Art- no, 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 this planet does not Artax. No, no, I don't cry at the end. Uh, anyway, I do. <laughs> so look at how much time I've wasted. I want it all back. Same you can't here. end the podcast as soon, Craig. I'm just delaying this. I know it's so bad. Same here. Uh, well, we get to at least acknowledge that Toto did all the music, Toto which I did. totally was blown away by. Yes, I actually wrote down like like Plains of Africa, Toto. Yeah, yeah. I miss. I totally miss play. that. Uh, Down and the music's great. I, I Nothing wrong say, with the music. Uh, the effects, for as good as they are, I the wrote 80s that down. Are very solid. The graphics are good. Uh, the set pieces are unbelievable. Really, really good. Um, so it kept, it, it starts off with that, and then... Then it cuts um, right to the, the Emperor, right? It does. And he's awaiting one of those weird fetus-in-a-jar things. Yeah, that controls, like... Uh, w- that that which, can bend space. Uh, yeah, can bend space. Yeah, I, I called it Warp Engine in a Jar. Yeah. And there, uh, uh, with a bunch of Jim Nortons around him. That's exactly what I thought. I'm not even kidding. I'm like, the dude holding the mic looks like Jim Norton. Looks he's a, a comedian. Like I was totally I'm, with you on that. I'm just hoping we can say Jim Norton enough that one day he will agree to guest our podcast. That's fantastic. That's like my yeah, kind yeah. of my, my like lofty goal of like yeah. I want to make a million dollars. I want to yeah. be successful. It's like ah, I want Jim Norton to do my podcast. I just wanted to say some jackass podcast mentioned me a hundred times. I would. I'll I take would, that. I'll take that. I would. Uh, I would take. I would just take a voicemail saying 
What's wrong with you guys? Stop saying my name. Stop saying my name. I don't want to be associated with you two hacks. Oh, crap. Uh, I'd make that the opening of every every podcast, just Jim Norton telling us how terrible we are. The other thing was uh, Dog Walkers of the Future. Dog. So many dogs in this movie. Oh my god, the pug. We gotta get into that. that That's a whole thing. The pug pug and Picard, my favorite part. We'll get to the pug. We'll get to the pug, I promise. Uh, first, uh, so basically, the, the, the duke and and I mean the emperor and the guy in a jar are like there. There was a plan about the planet where the spice comes from. And Wait, so how did I lose that giant jar? The guy in a down. jar says, "No, no, no. We need to do like I know you have a plan set up, but what we need to do is actually kill this duke." Yes. And and the emperor seems a little confused, but there's like a deal that he's okay with. How is he seeing everything? What's it I wrote down? Oh, he's like he's like uh, he's got like powers. Like the spice gives you like crazy powers. Yeah, he's just he, he's omniscient. He knows what's going on around him, and that's because he's in a you know a haze of, of spice. Um, and and so there there was that. So they, they formulate a plan, and basically the duke that they need to kill is he's that house. So if you're familiar with the Game of Thrones type of thing, this house controls this planet, this house controls this section of uh, the, I don't remember the names. Uh, the family there controls the Dune planet with the spice, and that's why they need to take him out. Because um, if they don't, then he's never going to be able to... Uh, then the spice will not flow. They don't have control. Basically, spice rules the world. Spice allows interstellar travel. Oh, there you go. And oh, without spice, it's not possible. So spice is the oil, if you will, of this I movie. totally missed that. Thank you for pointing mm, that out. No I assumed it was the just... The woman looking right at you from the TV <laughs> screen explained it to you, Paul. Come on. I tapped I out, like, country. immediately. You tapped out. <laughs> Oh, this mouthy broad again. She goes... She's all saying this stuff and I don't care about it. Just shut up, ladies. She goes, this is Atrax, the planet, also known as Dune. All I'm like, just... Why don't we just call it one or the other? Why? Why enough to the enough of the preview? Get to the feature. Why don't you call it the name that you call it in the movie? Just saying. Yeah. Maybe too uh, long. To nobody spell. else calls it that name. At no nope. point, it's Dune for the rest of the movie. Yeah. I don't get it. Mm-hmm. So anyway, so that they formulate this plan, and then they go to the Duke's family, where him and his son, um, who by the way I I didn't write down the names, but just all these fantastical weird names. And then there's just Paul. Like, yeah, right. <laughs> just just same thing. So uh, we we see Paul. He's learning everything he can about Dune yes. because they're they're gonna they're gonna uh, head down oh, and they wow. have with yet another fantastic set of hair. Yes, yes. <laughs> they really like their we hair. We love talking here. about hair. He's loved their cloth hair. That cloth is on fleek. Yeah, um, <laughs> and uh, he's learning everything he can, and then in walks. Uh, Jean-Luc Picard. Uh, d- yep, and the guy from Quantum Leap. Oh, yes! Uh, what's his uh, name? Sam. Oh, Sam yeah. from Quantum Leap. His name is Sam, yeah. And, uh, some oh, hey, another plays Dr. Yeah. Hmm. And oh, some, some other guy. Yeah. Some and other random guy. With, with eyebrows of eyebrows. Holy moly. Wow. He was like, like the king of eyebrows. He makes Martin Scorsese look like he actually practices grooming. Like, the eyebrows this guy has are insane. Yeah. Uh, 
And they're and they're doing their whole thing like, oh, I hope you're planning to be ready for battle, and they battle it out in like these Lego things. Well, well actually, like I gotta shields. say the shield fight was re- for 1984. Oh, that was yeah. pretty. That rad. was very good for 1984. Very those rad for were Really rad. And uh, even the next part when he goes against when he goes up against the fighting machine. It's kind of slow, but it looks really cool. They do a good job, I think, editing around how slow that thing actually is. So Uh, it it looks a little faster than it does. But yes, there's there's some cool fight scenes that basically show you uh, Paul is well-versed in the art of war. Yes. He knows um, how to defend himself and also how to attack. He knows how, you know, these these shields that they have where only slow-moving things can get through them. Yes. That's 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 a, a key point in this. Yeah. Um, I was gonna say I remembered I wrote down. Does the whole family have big hair? Because even didn't the dad have big? Oh, hair? Oh, the dad's got quite a do on himself as well. Yeah, Sorry, man. just like. And uh, <laughs> then <laughs> almost immediately he gets summoned to his mom's room because his mom is part of this order. Of yeah. Oh wait, no, 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 no. I'm skipping. No, no. He goes to sleep. Okay. He goes to sleep. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, his mom and this other woman comes in, and they're they're part of this secret society, this, like thing. sisters of something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he has to take a. She. Test. Oh no, we're not even there yet. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. She is getting reprimanded by like the mother superior kind of of this group. Oh yeah. Saying you should not have had a boy. Because that group is trying to genetically create oh, this, yes. like, this, yeah, like, yeah. ubermensch. Yeah. But it has to be a woman. That's their thing. And she's like, you disobeyed by having a boy. Because if it was a woman, yes, yes, we would have been able to barter with her to yeah. create alliances. And you, you've defied us, so now we're going to put him through these trials that will surely kill him. That's kind of what they're... Which thinking about which I kind of said at this point in the movie, um, I felt it backdoors in the superiority of men over women because it, like I think they're trying to say women are stronger than men, but really what it comes down to is, oh no no we sh- we probably should have gone with a man all along. <laughs> yeah, I know that is kind of the thing. Um, I you know we'll we'll get into a few things when the Baron shows up about how this is the most homophobic <laughs> film in the 1980s. Uh, wow, but um, <laughs> okay, then. yeah, it's kind of weird. Um, there's a lot of weird stuff going on in here, and um, so uh, Paul goes and does his uh his test Puts where his it's hand in the box. It's it's he has to put his hand in a box, and it turns out it's a it's like a psychic test. They're making him think that his hand is being like burned, yeah. and uh, which uh, we pointed out, it's very unusual that a hand would bleed while being burned. Very interesting. You think it would just kind of smoke? You'd Wouldn't think, it melt? Yeah. Or melt, yeah, but no, it starts to bleed, in fact. Why is it So it's, it's basically a pain test. They have to see how strong his will is, how long... And you're, you're supposed to fail the test, but it's how quickly you fail yes. that indicates how strong you are. And, of course, he, as a human, has, sc- has scored the highest. They said yeah. no one has ever stayed in that long that's been a human. And, um, but if you know it's fake and this can't be happening, well, he, he still know. feels the pain. But he doesn't uh, know it's fake either. He he thinks that the box is actually heating up. That's the test. He doesn't know uh, the test before he walks in. And that's where he has to do that that classic fear is the mind killer, yes. which is fantastic. I wish I knew that, but I don't. He, that's the whole lot. Fear is the mind killer. Fear is the the little death. Oh, okay. 
I will, I'm going to look this up while we keep going. Yeah. You can take over. So, uh, so he, he takes the test and then, uh, I'm going to go back where my notes are. Um, because um, I got to tell you, after this point, I think this, I think he talks with his mom and his dad comment. on the balcony for a little bit. I have yes, a right comment. On. In the room, I wrote down, why are all the lights in the building green and only on one side? I, I don't I, know what building I, I, I was talking even, about. <laughs> I don't even know. But I just realized, wow, well, it's like Monster Squad gotta, all over again. I got to tell you, I kind of <laughs> like tuned over. out. So did okay. I, but I was kind of grasping at stuff. And so I will, I, I, I will say, here's what he is repeating over and over again, and I think it's actually a bummer that he repeats it so fast you can't really tell what he's, what he's saying. So what he's actually saying, when his hand is in that box over and over again, is he's saying, I must not fear, fear is the mind killer, fear is the little death that brings total obliteration, I will face my fear, I will permit it to pass over and through me. And when it has gone past, I will turn the inner eye to see its path. Where the fear has gone, there will be nothing, only I will remain. And that is a dynamite, dynamite quote. I like that a lot. I wish I had heard that. Yeah, I, I wish we could have had a <laughs> clip to play where that was totally audible. Um, but he kind of sadly, it through, and the not music's so kind much. of loud. Yeah. Uh, so... So he does, he talks with his father he, at some point. Yeah, and then it, uh, and the only reason I think that that scene is important is because it sets up later in the film that his mom and his dad, um, had, are, uh, had another kid. Like his, his mom is yes. with child. Through, yes. You don't know that until later, but that's right. kind of, um, um, so instead it, at least going by my notes here, it cuts back. So now it cuts to the Baron. Um, the, the, the sick pus baron, is that correct? Yes. Do we just want to go there? Because I don't remember anything between that. That's fine. That's, I yeah, why not? Poops planets. A mutant poops planets? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no. No, no, no. So, at one, I think it's right after that. No, honey, you're talking about... Yes, you're talking right after that. No, we oh, go sorry. to the planet with the Baron. So the Baron is the bad guy who... Oh, the fat guy? Yeah. Okay. So yeah. he's the one who's actually made the deal with the monster in a jar and the Emperor to take over Doom for the spice. This guy's a jerk. He pulls out the plug on the kid who brought him flowers. Yes, yes, that's the dude. Sure. So the Baron. And he actually, he's the <laughs> opening clip for us because um, he really highlights what the movie's about, the spice and controlling the planet and all that other stuff. The only thing that, I mean, one thing that I wrote down, the German doctor, uh, the doctor who works on him, is the German guy from Monster Squad. Yes, you're absolutely yeah. oh, right. Oh, yeah, the Nazi yes. guy. Yes, who has, by the way, in this in this film has, has a couple great lines. He goes, oh, it would be a pleasure to work on your pustules for all of life, my baron. Like, he's gets, he gets really creepy at this movie. Maybe that's where he knows monsters from. Maybe <laughs> they're in the same universe. No, I like uh, the before theory. <laughs> so then, uh, so he does that, and then the Baron he does his speech. He needs to control him. Some dude brings him flowers, and then he kills him. And that's so sad. Like, yeah, why now, you gotta be this is where weird. Last time we were about throwing books, but killing a kid who brought you flowers—that's a jerk. <laughs> There's a. Uh, well, Gray looks that up. Well, well, okay. So this now this is where Dune gets the reputation for being horribly, horribly homophobic, and and here's here's why. So, um, 
film scholar Robin Wood called Dune the most obscenely homophobic film I have ever seen. Charging it with managing to associate with homosexuality in a single scene, physical grossness, moral depravity, violence, and disease. And that's the scene you guys were just talking about. Really? Where the Baron, it's kind of insinuated by the looks he's giving his flower bringer. Yeah. That he's all over him and he really wants to get with him. The Baron himself, this is 1984, AIDS is on a rampage. Nobody quite knows anything about it. He's seen as some sort of terminal disease that constantly needs work, which they are, which they are, they yeah. are kind of hinting at that it's AIDS. And then he goes over and like he kills the guy and like bathes in his blood. So that's the scene that they're talking about. And there's other things in the movie as well. Where it was. I totally missed that. Yeah. Granted, 1984 would have been different, but isn't the book from like the mid 70s? Yeah, but it's the movie. It's not, you know, it's not the source material you go for. It's how it's portrayed on film. It's completely different. I didn't get that at all. I actually kind of felt like the Baron was kind of hot for Flower Boy, and Flower Boy was kind of giving him the, yeah, listen, I, I'm in for some things, but you're a little eh. And the Baron was like, oh, well, fine. I'll just, I will literally bathe I'll just in kill your you. blood yes. if you won't get with me. That's the way I felt. I mean, that's how I read it. Yeah. Could be. Willow, how, what was your take on this scene? Homophobic or not? I didn't see it, but now that you, you guys, just saw the movie, um, actually, Dune. Was, no, like, no, no, no. Don't worry about it. The, the the scene. Though, I know that. Plus, guy. I didn't think about it that way, but now that you bring out the point, yeah, huh? Was well, you know kinda... what? Sting enters into some kick-ass music, so it doesn't matter. Okay. Yeah. Uh, the Baron calls forth his his two nephews or cousins. They are oh, his, they that. are his nephews. One is Sting. The other one is Fat William Shatner. Oh, yeah. yeah. Fatter. I would, I would buy that. Fatter. Um, who, who drinks some sort of cricket. Yeah, he crushes it and then sips it like a juice box. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> a juice box. And then throws it in the garbage disposal pool. Like, like oh. Yeah, two shots of somebody throwing crap <laughs> in a garbage pool. Where does the pool go? I thought it was going to pay off. Nope. Nope. Where's nope, the pool going? Just, they don't have waste baskets. That's all we could tell. Well, um, you know what? It, no, actually, we know where the waste baskets went. They were used to make the uniforms of all the guards. Oh, we, yeah. We they look like them, trash bags. We call them the glad bag army. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I have that written down, <laughs> trash bag suits. Um, now, one thing I would, I would like to point out, we have not quite talked about it yet. There's a lot of internal dialogue in this oh, movie. Tons. And there's, and it's, and it's tons. done by whispering that the yes. character will whisper without moving their mouths. You know, you hear their audio whisper with an echo. There is so much. If you cut out all the whispering, this movie would be 45 minutes long. Absolutely. There is so Absolutely. much whispering. They'll be in the middle of two other people talking, and they'll just cut to somebody who whispers real quick in their head, and then cut back to the other people talking. So much of it. It's crazy. Um, and then this is where, so now. Now we're back on the reg, we're back on the planet with the spice, and the Duke. Oh, Paul, the dog, uh, Paul right? who's the Duke, oh. with his. Father know. and mother are doing like an inspection of the spice yes. mining this, operations that they is, have, and this is where we see the pug, pugs yeah. in space, who's sitting, who's sitting on Paul's lap. Which I was like, "What the hell just happened?" Like, there's a dude with pus. There's Sting. Uh, we just missed because when the nephews go to the planet, we see uh, the creature there. How he gets them there is apparently he, he bends space and time by pooping a stream of spice. Yeah, or and something. Bends space. And then all of a sudden, the something dude just sits me, with a pug. Something tells me this film, we're lucky if that's what he's doing. It's probably something far more disgusting. But, yeah. But there's just a pug 
randomly, just yeah. whatever. There's there's a lot of pugs in this film, and there is an uh, an excellent shot. I know Willow was talking about it, where Pea Stew straight up has a pug <laughs> yes. like under his arm and a gun in the other, if I'm not mistaken. And I remember thinking, Yo, pug, why haven't I seen this as somebody's like avatar on a message board? Like that's hysterical to me. So, uh, they, I believe you didn't oh, mention this. I remember there's a comment. The, hold on, okay. I'm gonna cut you off After here. You. The Baron mentions they have a traitor in yes, the traitor. army. Yes. That's, okay, so Willow. I was yeah, gonna go. say, after the pug guy wrote down, leave the suicide troops, but why would, wouldn't they just kill themselves if they're the suicide right, troops? Right, but they'll, <laughs> but, but, yeah, I think, I think it's more like, like a suicide bomber type move. Like, They'll go in and blow something up. I think that's what they meant. Yeah, you know what? But I, I, also, it's the 1980s. People are kind of freaked out about, uh, you know, Iran and other stuff in the 80s going so here's on. The thing. Again, but if the book is in the 70s, out? that completely. So again, my statement. So Willow kind of mentioned it. I'm sorry, I don't mean to cut no, you. No, no, I'm done. Uh, so Willow and I do went. We watched this a few weeks ago, unfortunately. So our memory's a little hazy. Four. So. Just say. So we miss. So there's a big part, and I, I guess this is where it is. So. They go to do, do the inspection, and that's when they we first see a sandworm. Yes, uh, they uh, after the inspection, they're going to check out this other inspection site, and that's when they see the sandworm. Yes, there it's 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 a peace do. Paul, Back, his dad, uh, Duke. No, and... Paul is a duke. It's his dad who is higher up than a duke. I don't know, a king. Really? Yeah. I believe Paul the Duke. Didn't get that. I thought the Duke was his father, and Paul was like a, a mini Duke. Mini Duke, sure. Whatever. Archduke, what is <laughs> yeah, yeah. Who cares? Duquette. <laughs> <laughs> Duquette. He's the Duke of Earl. Let's call him a Duquette for the rest. Just, uh, Just... <laughs> Duquette. Duquette. Paul the Duquette. And uh, <laughs> that's when they see the worm on their way to this this yeah. spice mining station, and they're, they're like, so they're mining. They're telling them like, hey, you've got a worm at 16 minutes out, and they're like, oh, we're, you know, we'll try to get out of here, but it's not going to work, and you know, we have so much spice, and the the. The dad is like, I don't care how much spice you have. Get your men out of there. Yeah, and shows he's he's a man of the people. He's a man of the people. Yeah. And he shows up, uh, you know, of course, there's like 60 seconds till the worm shows up and eats everything. And he's like, everybody get on board. And they all get on board and they fly away. And they they head back. The sandworm completely eats the, the processing facility that they have, completely yeah. destroying it, which tells you how big the sandworm is. They are oh, so yeah, big. Okay. Uh, so just going back real quick, I will say, you know what it is? My notes are a little... The worms, by the way, are incredibly red. The the worms are red. You know what else I thought was really red was the the water reclamation suits. Yes, a really, really awesome idea. Which Max von Saito stated as the most uncomfortable thing he has ever worn in his life. But I would, I would agree with that. Put up with it because he thought he looked great in them. Everybody does. Actually, I wrote that. The costumes in this movie, except for Glad Army over there, looks pretty sweet. I actually wrote John Luke now looks like Locutus when... uh, Yeah, he kind (laughs) of does. It was so weird. But yeah, the the reclamation suits were really awesome. The worm was good. Uh, By the way, this is where I got to my point in the notes. Uh, A lot of inner monologue that just isn't needed. So, so much inner monologue. Uh, So then it turns out that the traitor... Is the is a uh, is Dean Stockwell, uh, Sam, yes, Sam from Quantum Leap, yeah. and oh no, I'm sorry, Sam. No, is, Sam was the guy. Yeah, Dean Stockwell was the is what's his name? Buddy there. Yeah, not uh, not Sam. 
Not Siggy. It's the guy he's always talking no, Ziggy to. Ziggy is the machine. It's what's his name? Willow. I don't Quantum know. Quantum Leap. Come on, Come you gotta on. know all about this. I don't know. How do you not know about Quantum Leap? Well, anyway, um, so it turns out just the real name Gene Stockwell. So he's, we'll go with that. he's the traitor. Yes, he's the traitor. Yes. I'm sorry, I didn't understand uh, half of this movie. Uh, <laughs> I didn't okay. Watch it. But what? And then, uh, so after that, so he's the traitor. Uh, so somebody dies, and. And then they're bo- don't and he they goes leave the, the spice? What's that? Don't they leave the spice? Yeah, they leave the spice. Man, Why the leave the spice? His name's Al. Al. There you go. Really the easiest name That's in his history. Name. <laughs> Al. Two letters. Couldn't remember them. Remember <laughs> Dean Stockwell. Al. As always, next time. Uh, so Why leave the spice, though? Obviously, it's like the cover of the universe. Universe. He's yeah. a man, the universe. man of people. Yeah. So, uh, so yeah, so Dean Stockwell is a traitor. Yes. And right. He goes and... He drops the shields. Yes. So the nephews can get of in. the crazy Baron guy can get in. And while he does this, he does shoot the king or stab the king. He doesn't kill him. The mm-hmm. or, or the father of the duke, if he's a duke, I have no clue anymore. Yeah, no, well, he's the duke. Paul's a duke. Okay, so he's a duke. So they do that, and he tells him. He says, "Here, I'm going to put this poison tooth." Yeah, yeah, you, yeah. Because the duke's going to want to talk to you. The yes. baron's going to want to talk to you. Yeah. Bite down and breathe in his face, and you'll you'll kill him. Yeah. So I wrote down: Is this a double double cross? I think it's like he knows the baron is going to kill him, so he's like, I. He got whatever he needed, and now he's just setting up the people. Or maybe he... Okay. I, mean, I, 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 I felt like maybe he was in a place of, like, he had to do what the Baron wanted. Yeah, it, it was a little weird. What's up, Willow? I had a question about the spice. I know it has nothing to do, but... <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. I'm ready to jump to the last five minutes. Okay, I was going to say, can you eat the spice by itself, or do you have to eat it in a special dish to eat longer? <laughs> <laughs> it's not salt or pepper, dear. I know, it's but not, it's not paprika. I don't know how you do it. So yeah, sorry, I was the, kind of the, curious. Anyone? The duke gets taken hostage. Tons oh, of people okay. die. Everyone's scattered. Um, and the duke oh. and his mom get uh, kidnapped and put on a transport. No, no, Paul, Paul and his mom. I'm sorry, Paul and his mom. The duke and his mom get put on I was, a transport. Yes, I'll tell you why. Because I wrote this is my next note. Uh, how much rape was happening in the 80s, and how did we miss it? Yeah. Because, oh, I guess remember it in the other movie? That's what I mean. There's so much of it. It's so these, insane. So these Whoa. two guys who take them, they're going to take them to the to the Baron. They put them on the transport. And one of them just turns around and goes, well, time to have fun. Yeah, like, immediately. Bro. Like, what the hell? Like, bro, <laughs> really? <laughs> and the other guy's just like, yep, yep, tag me in when you're ready. Yeah, I'll be good. I'll like, monitor this was shit. This, was this an order from the Baron? Like, uh, right? Who knows? And um oh, what's with it the turns random out water drip? It, it well it's a it's a foreshadowing thing that he keeps No no no, no. And, and, oh the water drip. Oh the water drip. It was just so, so annoying. Well no, it's it's showing that there that okay, it's gonna foreshadow stuff at the end that I'll talk about. Because yeah, God forbid I, I jump to the end of this very coherent <laughs> film. The no, film but... didn't jump to the end, we won't either. Yeah. <laughs> Dang it. Um, so. Sorry, I just like, yeah. why so much water drip? Sorry, I'll. Uh, I used to be anyway, so Paul uses this thing called the voice, which like kind of makes people commit, makes people listen to whatever you tell them. They degag the 
mother, who's very proficient in the voice, yes. winds up getting both the uh, uh, Baron's henchmen killed. Uh, the transport gets damaged, so they're only able to fly it so far. They land. Yeah, it crashes. Yeah, uh, the crash land. Yeah. And Paul and his mom find this sort of underground hideout of these people local people. Yeah, and they mentioned that at the beginning that there are that there are that people who live yes. out there, but they've never been seen. Or... And, and they believe there's a, a multitude of them, but, yet, but they've never been counted. But yet it's... they're all wearing the same reclamation suits. Yeah, you know, as well, everybody else. They got a shop somewhere, Paul. I, I mean, mean, is there like a Walmart out there? That yeah, there's got to be. You know, there's Dune Mart. Dune Mart. Yeah. Dune Mart. Yeah. Where well, you can get, get her, where well, you can get your 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 pug. Yeah. Your your pug dog. Standard food. issue pug. Yeah. When uh, after the car goes off. Yeah. The whole time I was like, and they sell the a lot of merchandise of with uh, famous huh? comedians and um, catchphrases on them, like "Gitter Dune." Gitter Dune. Ooh, that's very. No, nice. it's not. That's terrible. Please. I apologize, humanity. Here's your Dune. Here's your <laughs> <laughs> you might be a Dune neck. <laughs> and Ron White doesn't have. And Ron it, so. White is drunk. And there we go. This was totally Dune. <laughs> you can call. <laughs> you caught the tater. You caught the Duner. The Duner. They call me Dinner Salad. No. I'm yeah. Just, I'm just trying to figure out whatever I can This there. is a bit. Just, there it is. I hope you all enjoyed that. Because it was more entertaining than the film we watched. This is a free podcast. <laughs> you get to enjoy it. <laughs> so, the, uh... This is those three minutes. These, okay. the whole yeah, you're never going to get that back. Your life, it's gone. It's taken from you. We just stole it. So they find these people. They uh, are hostile, but then, first, they're, then they, they're impressed they're with their fighting styles, and they decide to take them under their yeah. wing. Uh, where uh, hot Paul S. Paul falls up. in love with, uh, call me crazy Sean Young. Yeah. You guys know why she's like crazy crazy. In real life, crazy. Oh yeah, yeah. She was supposed to be why. Vicky Vale for Batman, and they they had to. She broke her arm, so they switched her out. And then when they were making Batman Returns, she like snuck on to where the um, auditions were being held in her mm-hmm. own Catwoman suit. She like made herself and like demanded Bro, to let them audition crazy. her. Yeah, no, it's crazy. She's crazy, crazy. Wow. Uh, well, she was fine in this movie. Um, yeah. And She's fine. I did, uh, so... Almost as good-looking as she is in Blade Runner. But she was a robot in Blade Runner, yeah. so what are you going to do? Uh, so now the water thing comes together. Actually, all of Paul's premonitional dreams yeah, it's basically finally comes together. A long scene where you... A long so, bunch of scenes where you, you see that the Baron has taken over everything. Yeah. The king, or the duke... Emperor. The, the, no, no, the dad of Paul. Paul's dad tries to bite the tooth and kill the Baron, but he messes up and kills the Baron's no, like, no. lackey. No, no, the guy, um, the nephew, is it, it's, uh, it's either the fat nephew or the, or Sting walks over and takes the tooth out of him. No, he bites it and he blows it in the guy's face. Yeah? Yeah, it totally happens, dude. I'm 100% positive. I swear, I thought they pulled the tooth out of him. Nope. Before he could do it. Nope, nope, nope. He bites down and blows into... So. The the wrong guy's face. Who the guy who uh who says the uh that other thing that I was telling him about where he's like I set You my don't hand. please you do not oh. need to look that up. No, I got I it. I trust right here. you on this one. I have to trust you on you. So No 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 no. He's the guy who oh, says okay. the Jesus was right here. Yeah, you guys talk, I'll freak this out. 
Uh, you know, I'm not. I'm not looking up if he bit the tooth. That's not what I care about. I'm I okay with just waiting at this point. Picard fighting with the pug. Okay. Oh, it's awesome. it's the guy. The guy who says <laughs> it's by my will alone. I set my mind in motion. It is by the juice of Sappho that thoughts acquire speed. The lips acquire stains. That whole sure. That whole thing. I, I don't remember. You don't remember that? I don't. He says it like eight times in a row. Sure he does. <laughs> Good for him. I'm blacking out of this movie. All right. Uh, all, I do know that. Uh, Sting comes out of a Sonic shot, Sonic Sour scene wearing something you'd only find on Japanese beach. Oh, yeah. Wow. I did write that down. Um, and then I wrote, and then my next note, I, God, man, I, we gotta make sure we watch these movies just before we record, cause I, this is my next note, hand to God. Question mark, you have to milk a cat? Yeah. Why did I write that down? Oh, Greg? because he has, he has that guy with the crazy <laughs> eyebrows. <laughs> In, like, a chair or something, and he's like, oh, I have here your cat that you... Oh, yes. Okay. In, like, this wacky contraption. <laughs> okay, okay, yeah. And he's like, oh, you have to pet your cat to counteract the poison. Which, like, I don't understand. It's just never paid off. We never see any of them again. It's so I'm just, weird. I just wrote that. You have to milk a cat. I'm like, what the hell is my... What am I talking about? Uh, yeah, I wrote down cat in a machine right after I wrote down peace to holding the pug. Uh, and then oh, Paul... Yep. And so then, Paul is realizing that he's he's becoming everything that attuned. Uh, he's becoming he's the sleeper and he's awakening. Awakening, yes, he's the sleeper. And awakening. so they're like, oh well, if you're truly this person, then you need to go ride one of the sandworms, yes. which he does, no yeah. problem. With, with the power of windswept hair. I, I remember oh, that. look at that hair. Yeah, I, I'm, remem- I'm He rides the sandworm. Okay. Then he trains. Not a euphemism. No, not a euphemism. That's a that's a legit thing. Yeah. He trains a hundred people. In the voice. In the voice, which yes. they in turn then train everyone else. So they have a giant army. Yeah. And he decides that he needs to, uh, very early in the film, that Mother Superior talking to Paul when he puts his hand in the box. Yeah. Says that no one has ever, what do they call it, the water of life? Nobody's had the water of life and lived. No man no has man, ever done it. No man, again, once again, alluding to... Men are superior to women in a backdoor kind of backdoor. way. Backdoor. Uh, yes. <laughs> Lol, JK. <laughs> so th- there's the water that yeah. they've collected. Well, I and guess they kind of live off Whatever of it. it is. It's supposed to kill him. It doesn't kill him. It makes him even stronger. Even stronger. So now he's like, you know, the chosen one or whatever. Um, they um, mount a so, attack. So, so wait a second. Before oh, this, during on. the training. So we forgot to mention this. So in His every podcast. Kill word. <laughs> so <laughs> is that, is that what we talk about? No, I can't even. I can't even touch. Willow, what save us? What's going on here? Come on. No, wait a second. So every podcast we talk about Comeuppance. something go- comeuppance going to eleven. Something goes to eleven, and a montage. Never ending story did not have a montage, but this one has a kick ass '80s metal rock montage. It actually does have a pretty good montage. The montage I loved in this movie. I will say now I, I kind of sat up. I'm like, oh, it's getting interesting. And then the montage. Oh my, why do I know this movie? Oh yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's a good reaction right there. That's really odd. Hold on, I'm still going. Okay. (laughs) Well, that's okay, because now the movie fast-forwards two years. They've all been trained. Yep. And now they attack the city. Uh, Jean-Luc by his side. Yep, he finds finds Jean-Luc. Oh, that's right. He was actually stuck back in the city. Is this where the mother betrays the son? She never betrays the son. No. So she she, she does give birth to a daughter, which who is, is creepy as hell, and probably one of the best things in this movie. Mm. 
I wrote um, that down too. She's yeah. very, very powerful, the girl. Because apparently that's who she was supposed to have made anyway. Yeah. And then, I wrote that down. What happened to the cat? It's never explained. <laughs> God, Willow. So they, uh, I love your reactions in this one because you just come out of no left field with these comments. I don't know what order we're in. It doesn't matter. Uh, we're um, near the end. It's all so the now there is a big fight <laughs> oh, with can I the. Say? Yes, say whatever you want, please. <laughs> Save me from talking about Dune. <laughs> Tell you what, we're going to take a break for a second. You go for break. Yeah, I'm going to go leave and go to uh, Dunkin' Donuts. They're Donuts. having the battle. They're about oh. to end. Where are we? Um, Son doesn't shed a tear for dead father. Oh, he never does, no. Well, he says, nope. he has that line where he's like, why can't I feel anything for anyone? Yeah, yeah, well, that's because... Bad guys look like welders. Acting. Yep. Yeah, bad yep. guys look like... Uh, uh, so when they attack the city, I wrote down, uh, when they get on all the motorcycles to observe, which was very odd. I don't, I didn't understand yeah. what the hell was going on I there. I don't know. A uh, bunch of Harleys in a room. Uh, I, did, I did write, uh, <laughs> just at the end of this, uh, these people must have been so pissed off. They must have had sand in crevices. They didn't know they had crevices. Yeah, I would agree. You know, I would agree. To, even though those, even though those locutus suits, I have to imagine it was pretty bad. Um, Picard threw dis- a mullet. Yes, he did. <laughs> Picard has a massive. He has a kick-ass mullet. He has a great movie. mullet. So then they uh, they decide that uh, um, if they attack during a sandstorm, they will not have air superiority. Yeah. So, yeah, just say it, Willow. Go. He was tied up before given the water. Yes, he was. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I'm throwing in random facts. Okay, that's fine. No, you, you got it. Yeah, you keep going. Whatever you got. And then we'll keep uh, they do. Oh, they become so. pillow welders? No, you got that already. We got pillow the, the welders. The glad bags. We got it. They become pillow welders instead of just welders. <laughs> now they're pillow welders. This podcast is so breaking down at this point. Anyway, okay, Willow, keep up with us. So they have okay. the final battle. Sandworms are totally rad at this yep. point. They're riding yep. them in. They ride in. Whoop, they're whoop. killing things. They're, they're, they're shooting, swallowing, eating. They're just they're, they're awesome unstoppable scene. killing machines. Just awesome, awesome scene. The guys are using uh, the words. They're using killing words and shooting yeah. stuff and killing things. Our attack or whatever. It whatever is. it's called. Oh, he gets another I remember name. this. Part. Oh, that's what it was. Yeah, Paul gets another name. He named himself after the the second moon. It was like that's a shadow in the second moon or something. What's with moon names? Somewhere. You know, you know, moon people. Yeah, because in the last one, in the anyway. last movie, um, yeah. hold on, moon let's girl. just get to the end when Sorry. when we see moon what child moon in child. this film, moon shadow. Mm. Next film, moon river. <laughs> it's not. There's got to be another film that has moon river in it. Uh, I don't. Yeah, doesn't matter. Okay, it's uh, Gremlins. No, it's not. So um, they fight. Paul gets. I'm in imagining there. that we're doing better films right now. Sorry. Why does everyone listen to the creepy kid? We got one more scene. Let's just get through the scene. That's right. They get show up. Red. The creepy kid, Paul's little sister, is like, "Ah, but you creepy kid, you do what I say." And then uh, no one listens. Yeah, my brother's about to murder your ass. Just give up now. And then like, she kill she the kills, child. She she uh, and she's more powerful than everybody. She kills a uh, floating space aids Baron guy. Yep. Um. She kills him, and then everything's over. It's all over. Oh, no, it's not. No, 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 no. You think it's over. The battle's over, and then for some reason, Paul shows up, and they're like, oh, guess what? You have to fight Sting. It's like a weird movie encore that wasn't needed. So he fights... Don't get this scene. It's like, no one's saying encore. No one's saying encore. He fights Sting. He wins. Poorly. Then the movie's really over, I guess. Yeah. 
And that's it. Are you sure there's no oh, on more? He makes it on rain. More? Oh yeah. The oh, end. Yeah. yeah. The that's end of, of, of Dune. Maybe that's it just it. rains. That's good enough. I'm, I'm okay oh, with great. that. Great. Paul, rad. Was this? Yes. Was it rad? I, in my memory, I say it was, but... Is it rad? No! No. You're, it's you're right. Uh, for me, was this rad? Yes. Is it rad? No. Willow. It's dar. Now I understand what I wrote. Aw, oh, son of a bitch! <laughs> <laughs> no! We're so close! You just did the sting dagger fight to this podcast. No, I want to hear this now. What is we have know? to do no, this in a bitter said, end. No, I remember. I said, this is Dar. And I was like, what does Dar stand for? And I realized it's rad backwards. <laughs> it's the opposite of rad. It's the opposite of rad. <laughs> Let me be the first to say Dune is very Dar. I would... No, 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 Willow. You are 100% right. From now on. Any movie that gets a three non-rad is a dar. <laughs> yep. Wait, Willow hasn't said she likes this movie or not. She just called it dar! <laughs> the opposite no, of No, she didn't actually say it. I need, well, we need to hear her say it. Say the words, we Willow. We weren't halfway through this movie. I said, I hate this movie. I would want to shoot this movie. I will switchblade this movie. <laughs> <laughs> and that's how we should end yeah, this. Very, so uh, goodbye. Uh, lack of saxophones lately in, in these yeah, films. Yeah, the last couple mm. movies lack of saxophones. So. So. Mm. All right. Well, there you have it. Dune. Oh. Adios. Dar. No love lost. Dar, Don't watch it again. Dar. Dar. Yeah. Don't watch Which it. I gotta say, just real quickly, I am disappointed that Crawl and Dune, two fantasy yeah, sci-fi, not not happening. There's gotta be one. Well, you know what? Maybe our next one. Which Empire is Strikes also, Back. We're watching another one. Hold what on. do you expect? Maybe Star our next Jedi. One. Well, uh, it's actually uh, Star Trek Four: The Voyage Home. Home. Nope. Nope. Okay, give me give Heather's me. Heather's two. Wrathicon. Uh, <laughs> no. Breakfast there's, Club, uh, please. We need something to save power. it. Power by the Force? Power of the Force? Gray Skull. Oh, Masters of the Universe! Another sci fi fantasy movie. Oh, no. oh, boy. And I gotta tell ya, I remember some things about this movie. I I can't wait to watch it. I really can't. That, that who's the who's the, the woman they have in that group that's like the the I the good know. one. Not not evil Lynn. Oh no 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 the uh, good one. No no no. Uh that is Oh, the the one from the Bruce Springsteen movie. Uh, No, Courtney Cox. No, no, no. Yeah, she's in this movie. I know she is. uh, But but when He-Man goes back in time, they bring... It's him, Man-at-Arms, and... Honestly, dude. Okay, okay, great. We're going to cut this all out. No, we'll watch the movie. No, we will watch the movie, but we're going to cut this conversation up. Anyway, we'll find out if it's red or dark. Mm. Oh, I hope it's it's red, too. I really, I don't want to call. It I haven't seen this movie since college when it was when it was uh, released on DVD. I haven't. Party. You know what's funny? I have it on DVD. It was unopened. <laughs> and, I, and I know I, mo- I bought this movie over ten years ago. Oh boy! So you gonna return it to Caldors? <laughs> what are you gonna do? <laughs> so it's a blockbuster. I believe it was a Kmart because we don't have those around here anymore. So. Oh yeah, uh, they shut down the last one. Yep. Uh, so anyway, sad so times. Wasn't a riches by yeah. any chance? I don't know. Psh. Uh, so you get that to look forward Sun to. Suncoast. Stop it! Movie. We gotta end this one. Literally, we we can't even hit an hour. We cannot hit an hour on this movie. Let's this just say this was Dar. Goodbye. I'm okay with that. I'm Paul. Uh, I'm still Greg. I'm Willow. Okay, guys.
The sleeper has awakened!